Looks like we're gonna have to ask more people. Hey, give us your money, all that you got. Just fork it on over, or some puppets will get shot. Hey, you. It's me, the guy who does the pod. The Say It Again pod, that is. Welcome back. My name is your host. My name is your host. I'm your host, Anthony Kane. Welcome back. Oh, man. Week whatever of the quarantine. Remember that time I said I wasn't going to talk about the quarantine every episode, and then I did? Fun, fun stuff. All right. Right off the bat, <laughs> quick story. You ever accidentally send your nudes to your friends? <laughs> this fucking happened to me the other day. I, um, okay. I've been seen a lady on and off and um, she's been generous with her nudes now as a guy I think it's kind of awkward to send nudes because you know as a guy there's really only like two angles you can really work with you got up and you got under that's all you got unfortunately <laughs> she's been asking and so for her birthday I had this I this really cool idea of just like making a whole album for her and so I uh, <laughs> forgot to delete them off my phone and I was in my group chat the other day and I'm like scrolling through and on the Facebook messenger and that's where I have my group chats on the Facebook messenger app you select the photo and then you have to go hit send right <clears throat> and so I'm going through and I see the meme and I hit what I think is the meme and I almost hit send but then I realize ah oh that would have been the worst thing I don't I I would have deleted my Facebook. I would have unfriended all these people and I would have never spoken to them again because how do you move on? How do you get past that? How your French friendship is like irrevoc irrevocably changed after that. Like after that, you, you can't talk to them the same way. Actually, fun story. This one time, speaking of nudes and your friends, I, uh, so I told my friend, I'm not going to name him because I don't want to embarrass him, but, um, me and him were sitting in Starbucks and it's like me, him and a buddy of ours. We were talking about Snapchat or whatever when Snapchat was still a thing. And it, uh, they have this feature called for your eyes only, you know, for what Snapchat's used for, which is just nudes. And, uh, so I tell him about that. He's like, really, that's a thing. And he starts going on his phone and I'm like, yeah, go ahead and put any pictures and nudes you might want in there. And, uh, he does. And I'm sitting next to him, right? Now, he doesn't say that. He goes, oh, sick, and like starts looking at it. And I assume he's just looking at the feature. So I'm sitting next to him, and I'm like, hey, man, not even thinking. I see his phone. I see a dick pic. I see my friend's dick. And I'm not proud of it. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to see that. I don't need that in my life, necessarily. But I did, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. And he notices and he's like and we're both just like oh no oh god damn it <laughs> it was hilarious and we laughed about it all day and so then later we go to Applebee's me him and his girlfriend and um, we're talking about it and I'm like alright look I'm gonna level with you man I would like to offer that I'll show you mine just to even it out and he's like you know what fine and so we step outside me after we're all done we step outside and I prepare and this is when I used to have a ton of nudes for, for some reason I was dating a nympho at the time 
and so I pulled up a that was the other thing. I was like, what What do I show them? Do I show them like the best ones I have or just what I got? And so I uh, pulled up a, a decent one. I don't know why I was trying to, I don't even know. I caught myself. I was like, why am I, am I trying to impress my platonic male friend? And so we're both just like, all right, look, we got, we're going to show each other this two seconds and uh, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. And he's like, all right, let's do it and we do it two seconds each one two uh. it was weird and he cheated because um he showed me a dick pic and his girlfriend's tits in the background so he cheated because i obviously wasn't gonna look my dumb ass just pulls up just my dick like an idiot i don't know why i didn't think that through and so we were brothers from that day forward <laughs> No, and so no one needs to see my nudes, not even women. No one needs to see that. That's their loss. Um, <laughs> so that happened. I thought I'd share. Uh, recommendations. Uh, short one this time. Just two things. Uh, the original Planet of the Apes, one of my favorite movie series. The first one is one of my favorite movies ever. It's fantastic. And uh, there are, I'm looking at them on my shelf right now. One, two, three, four, five. Five original ones? five yeah i can't count five <clears throat> there's five there's a planet of the apes beneath the planet of the apes uh escape from the planet of the apes conquest of the planet of the apes and battle for the planet of the apes i'm gonna tell you right now only the first three are worth watching the last two are kind of eh but i'm kind of a fanboy of those movies i i got this pack and it came with um behind the planet of the apes it's a two and a half hour long behind the scenes featurette of the making of the original series and wow it's so interesting and i the movies get a lot of shit because of the makeup. They look fantastic to me. Obviously, it's not real, but, you know, I'm like, wow, that's actually really impressive. And if I remember correctly, I just said I'm a fanboy, but I'm going to remember this wrong. If I remember correctly, like, a lot of the background characters had the same ape makeup as the leads. And, like, this makeup was crazy revolutionary for the time. Like, I, oh, my God. Could you imagine growing up in the 60s and watching it then? Holy shit. That would be the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I would love to do that. That's all I would do with a time machine. I would go back in time and see movies in theaters. I would see Ghostbusters. I would see Planet of the Apes. That's literally all I would do. Wow. <laughs> uh, so I recommend those. If you can watch them all, I, we're not going anywhere. You have time. You have time to watch five movies, okay? You watched fucking Tiger King. Everyone watched Tiger King. Fuck Tiger King. I'm still salty about it. I'm still salty that Netflix is still recommending this fucking show to me, and I'm not going to watch it. There's no way to say I'm not interested in this on Netflix. Well, I guess I could give it a thumbs down. I think I just solved my problem that I've had for the last three weeks on on air, so that's cool. Anyway, peep those. I, I also like the newer trilogy, The Rise, Dawn, and War. You like how I'm reading them off my shelf right now? <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War of the Planet of the Apes, or War for the Planet of the Apes. I will say the first... Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes it's probably the best one because past that I get kind of lukewarm on the new series especially Dawn Dawn's kind of eh. and War is just kind of eh. I don't know it's like the end of a trilogy but it's just kind of hey there it is I almost just spoiled it I'm not going to do that to you but I highly recommend those uh, for a show I would recommend uh, Community It's it's actually on Netflix now they finally added it all um all three seasons 
because there's only three seasons of that show. I swear to God, the first three seasons of that show are perfect network television. That's another show. That's another network show that I actually fell in love with. If you'll remember a few episodes ago, I went on a rant, <clears throat> sauced a little rant about network television and how I hate the way it's written. But, you know, I, I like I really liked Community. I think it's very smart. I think it's very funny. And I think it's just it's just the perfect amount of weird, you know. I really dig it. Seasons four, five, and six are not good. And I, if you if you're gonna start watching it, I do not recommend watching them because there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that happened. I believe in season four, Dan Harmon, the creator and uh, showrunner of the show, got fired for whatever reason. And then in season five, all the characters start dropping off. You know, you lost, fuck, you lost everybody. You lost uh, Pierce. You lost. Uh, Shirley, you lost Troy, you lost you lost everybody, and they tried to keep it going so they could keep the meme of six seasons in a movie going. It wasn't worth it. I really wish they would just had just stopped after season three because <clears throat> after that, it kept trying a little too hard to be weird and wacky. Where in the first three seasons, it was just the right amount. Where it's like, okay, that's fun. But then when you try to make it too weird and too random and too hilarious, it comes off as really annoying. Uh, so I recommend those. That's all I got this week for the recommendations. Um, what I wanted to talk about today is a juicy little topic. If you'll recall, <laughs> crossing off my fucking notes. Um, if you'll recall, a little bit ago, Last of Us 2, <clears throat> Last of Us 2 got pushed back. It was, and I quote, indefinitely, um, whatever the word was, pushed back. It was indefinitely indefinitely delayed because they're waiting for the whole um, pandemic and virus to kind of ease up, which makes sense. And the thing is that everyone was really sad, and I don't know why, because I've had this problem with Last of Us 2 for a while. I think the idea of a sequel to The Last of Us is probably the worst thing, one of the worst ideas and let me explain why because look I love Last of Us I love the first Last of Us it was fantastic it's fun it's intense the story is very interesting and um, it's not your regular zombie thing because at the time I believe that game came out in 2012 and at that time between 20 ooh, 2011 and 2013 zombies were the big thing because I believe that's when The Walking Dead was coming out the show first came out. Show first came out in 2010. So 2010 to 2013 ish was the big zombie craze, and every single fucking thing was zombies. Oh my god! Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember when every single show, movie, book? There were so many fucking zombie things. I hated it, and it's because they were all trying to be The Walking Dead. And for those who don't know, I'm a huge Walking Dead comic fan. The show really is not good, and I cannot believe it's lasted this long. But the comic is one of the best pieces of media that I've ever. Had the had the pleasure and the honor to uh, experience. Robert Kirkman is my boy. Man, that man's a genius. But anyway, you remember that? Everyone was trying to be The Walking Dead. Everything was zombies. People like zombies. <laughs> it was dumb. It was really ridiculous. And so Last of Us comes out. And, you know, at first glance, everyone's like, well... <laughs> A lot of people were like, oh, great, another zombie thing. But most people were like, oh, another zombie thing. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, but I was like, whatever. And then when it first came out, I was like, whatever. And then you hear all the reviews and how it was like the best game. is like the best fucking single-player game like of that whole era. 
probably of the whole PS3 generation, that whole that whole era. I would say that's one of the best. A lot of people played it on PS4 after the fact, but in PS4, I think that, or PS3, that was probably the number one single-player narrative game. And I agree. I finally played it when I got a PS4 in 2014. <laughs> it was actually kind of cool. That was the first game I ever bought. And then on my PlayStation... Okay, side tangent. I used to work at GameStop. I worked at GameStop for about five months. And uh, I wasn't good at that job. I didn't hate it, but I just wasn't very good at it because there was a lot of systems that I had to keep in, keep in my mind and there was all this shit because it gets pretty complicated. Plus, I was 18, a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was cooler than I was. I was going to college at the time. I did bad at the job. Fully admit that. So, one of the hardest things is trading in consoles because you have to keep the customer there go under the desk they have they have a little screen it's like the size of this notebook and so you have to wipe the fucking thing and i didn't do that for a couple consoles <laughs> mostly because i i kind of forgot to but <laughs> listen it's been five or six years since i've worked there so i can talk about it now but i got this ps4 this uh, pre-owned ps4 and i opened it up and it had all these preloaded games. It had Shadow of Mordor which isn't a very good game had um, Minecraft had oh, it had like three or four other games but one of the games was Last of Us and it was hilarious because I bought Last of Us when I bought the PS4 and I was like holy shit alright let's see if it works and it worked. All the games that were preloaded on there worked until the guy who's la who last owned it, his uh, Playstation Plus expired and then the game stopped working so had to buy Minecraft for like the fifth time again. But I played Last of Us and it really was just amazing. Amazing looking, amazingly acted. It's just an all around great experience. And here's the thing. What tied that thing together was the ending. Because you play the whole game and you're like, this is pretty good. This is a really solid game, really solid experience. It's not like an original story. You know, it's like about a father, a father-daughter situations like an adoptive daughter kind of situation and uh, you know he lost his daughter in the beginning he finds a daughter surrogate and then you know they learn to love each other in really unique ways that I haven't seen really expressed in other media and that's why I, I that's why I give it a pass because it's not an original story but it's done super well I'll give things a pass if it's not an original story if it's done in a super cool way and last of us did but what really tied it together for myself and a lot of people was the ending which I'm not gonna spoil and I implore you to not look it up. I implore you to, I'm just going to say right now, you should buy the game because it's really cheap. I guarantee if I looked on like my PlayStation right now, it'd be like $10. I'm thinking about buying it again. I might play it. We'll see. But the ending was so good. You know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to get too into it. But what I will say is that it left a lot open. In the same way that a movie like, oh, Lost in Translation, like Inception, like I'm literally looking at my shelf again to find examples, uh, you know, movies like that, like Eternal Sunshine, like like any of these great movies that just have ambiguous endings that leave you wanting more, like No Country for Old Men, like The Wrestler, like a couple other ones. <laughs> it's left left things open in such a uniquely satisfying for me way like I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say it was super satisfying for everybody it's just for me personally 
I found it so great because I love endings like that. Like the ending of Lost in Translation is one of the best endings to any movie ever. Which again, I'm not going to spoil because you guys should just watch it. There's a, another fucking recommendation because I can't stop talking about it because I just recently watched it again. It's done. It's left open and just just enough. You know, it has just enough things. It goes in a way that you wouldn't expect. And when you're done with it, you're just like, whoa, that was fucking great. And that's why it stuck with people. Because otherwise, it probably would have won a lot of awards. I don't think it would have won as many. I think the ending really helped the game really stick in people's minds because it really stuck in my mind for a couple weeks after. I was like, man, that was insane. And I was like, wow, what a great standalone game. (laughs) What a great game that'll never be fucked with in any way. What an awesome game that can just stand alone and just be like a testament to storytelling in video games. What a great example. They're making a sequel. So they're making a sequel. (laughs) They're making a fucking sequel to Last of Us. Really? Fucking really? I mean, I'm super late to the party and I've been trying to figure out a way to talk about this and now I have a podcast that is just me so no one can interrupt me so fuck you. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But why? Why? Why would you make a sequel? Because it leaves these characters, it leaves Joel and Ellie and all the characters in such a unique place to leave characters in a story. And if they were making a sequel set in the same world, like that'd be fine. I'd be happy with that. I would like to see more shit in The Last of Us world. I think it's an interesting take on the zombies because it's like it's like fungi. It's really cool actually. Like I love clickers. I love the big boys. I love the design. Like they have the fucking fungus growing out of their face. It's fucked up. Like like when they when you see like the people like in the in the fungus cocoon, it's disgusting but amazing. And it's based on the real kind of fungus. And it could technically happen, you know. You see, you used to see all those videos. Could the Last of Us really happen? It probably could, not realistically, but hey, maybe it could. But I would love to see more shit in the world. Unfortunately, the way that they took it is they're continuing Ellie's story, and you play as Ellie now. That's dumb. I'm sorry. It's 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 stupid. I don't know why you would want to continue after an ending like that. And I can hear all the arguments now because I've had debates with a particular friend of mine. Shout out, Matt. I've had a couple debates with him about this particular topic. And his argument is always, you know, I like the ending, but, you know, I've always thought it'd be cool to see more. Fine, but apply it to one of those other movies that I mentioned. Let's just say uh, fucking... I don't know, fucking Inception. Yeah, Inception, perfect example. You don't need to see if the top fell, you know? You don't need to see if he's in the dream because as Chris Nolan says, my boyfriend Christopher Nolan, he's actually one of my favorite directors. As Christopher Nolan has said in interviews, it's not about whether it's real or not. It's about the fact that uh, Dom is finally happy. And, you know, endings like that leave those kind of questions open. And open-ended endings like that leave you to get the imagination running they stick with you more and a sequel that continues with the same characters kind of diminishes that it really takes away from the ending and that's why i kind of that's why i oppose it so much because it really does take away from that ending because now you'll play the first one and be like wow that's really cool there's a lot of open-ended things there that i'm not going to spoil again seriously play the fucking game there's a lot of open-ended things and wow that really stuck with me but now you're going to play it and you'll be like wow that leads into the sequel where every single question is answered cool 
I don't get it, man. And I don't get how people who loved the first game can actually like a sequel like this. I really don't understand it. I really don't understand why you would want why you have to have every single fucking thing explained. I don't I don't get it. I know why. It's because Naughty Dog doesn't have any franchises. <laughs> it's because they have Uncharted, Crash Bandicoot, and Last of Us. Imagine if they took all the resources that they took to make Last of Us 2 and put it into a new IP. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You know, I don't uh what would what would they make? I don't know. Imagine a game where I'm not going to make a game right now. <laughs> I was about to try and write a whole game right now. I'm just going to embarrass myself more than I already usually do. But I don't get it, man. And it's sad. It really makes me sad because it just screams cash grab to me too. Like it just screams. Like if they wanted to make a sequel to Last of Us, make it in the same world, but leave. Because in my mind, Joel and Ellie's story is so complete and wrapped up in such a great and unique way. There's no point in continuing it. But now they're just like, hey, people recognize Ellie. Hey, people recognize Joel. We can make another game and make more money. And I'm not saying the game's going to be bad. It'll probably be fun. I really don't care about the story, what they're peddling so far. I mean, you know, I said the same thing about the first one, but I really don't care about this one. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be done in an interesting way. It's like a revenge kind of story. Ellie going after the people who killed her girlfriend or something. I don't know. Something like that. I, I don't care. But I watched like the fan reactions there's a fan reaction video where it's like a bunch of different people reacting to the trailer and you can just hear it in the excitement it just screams cash grab how they're all like oh my god it's Ellie oh my god when it'd be cool if it was just like oh shit it's the last of us world oh shit can't wait to play in that world again fuck imagine if they made like an RPG kind of thing they would never do that that's not Naughty Dog's kind of thing. They kind of make standalone experiences, like narrative things, but imagine if they made an RPG in The Last of Us world. That would be tight. Never going to happen because everyone in the fucking world is going to buy the sequel and completely diminish the ending of the original. So, this is this is the bitch cast, guys. This is the bitch cast episode this time. I'm kind of curious. If, you're, if you have any thoughts on this topic, uh, please feel free to email the pod at uh, sayitagain.com pod at gmail.com the uh the fucking thing's gonna be here-ish uh if you want to talk about what a piece of shit i am for shitting all over uh the sequel you know at the pie boy is gonna be there-ish so that's gonna do it for this week guys i've been kind of keeping the last few episodes kind of short and sweet because um i pumped out a couple episodes in a row because i i currently am loaning my tripod to a friend of mine and i need my tripod to make this at least for the video side of things and so <clears throat> I kind of pumped out a few. I've been kind of keeping them short. And so I hope you guys like that. I'm going to try and do them a little bit longer once I can, once I get that MacBook that I talked about. I think I mentioned I'm with the uh, stimulus payment. I, I, I'm getting a, uh, a MacBook. It's, it's getting shipped to me right now. But uh, I, I'm going to try and do them a little bit longer after that. So I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being you. You cute thing. All right. For the Say It Again podcast, my name is Anthony Kane, and I hope you'll join us again next week when we say it again. You can't.